This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's time for Emergence News on Plains FM 96.9, citizen-made radio. Welcome to Emergence News, the program focused on the Maitreya story, the reappearance of Maitreya, and the early signs of his approach can already be recognised, especially by those who can rightly interpret the signs of the times. A couple of examples for you, signs such as political movements and leaders focused on the welfare of the people, not in tax cuts or more short-term handouts. Another example, the rise of female power in politics, education, activism, business. And the number one threat to the survival of humanity and all life forms, usually we would agree is pollution. But today on this program, we're going to dig a little deeper and look at how we can change our thinking, our consciousness. The real issue behind commercial pollution is the long-established conditioning behind our thinking, our mindset, the psychological mechanisms behind our mental thinking and behaviour. We've discussed on this program previously the competitive model, for example, in our education, an example that can encourage greed, selfishness, and the need to compete and win, and avoid losing at all cost. So, the Maitreya story, It's a story of hope, a story where politics, economics and business somehow must meet spiritually and might just offer a new way of thinking. Consider our needs being met, but not at the cost of others. So what's in it for our politicians? What gives them the political will to act on behalf of us all, not just themselves and their backers? Big salaries, isn't it? Mm. Well, it's certainly a motivating factor, isn't it? Forces of evil, forces of materialism Mm. blocking every step of the way. Mm. And that's what we're going to touch on today. What's in it for me? The story, the Maitreya story. What's in it for me? I'm sure the Dalai Lama, he'd probably say more compassion to be able to care for our fellow human beings. The Pope I'm picking would say justice. God loves Mm. all his children. Cat Stevens, he'd say something similar. He'd say jump on the peace train. Benjamin Cremwood's... Oh, you're just amazing. You're on fire, mate. You're oh, on fire. Look, my wife told me to put the Cat <laughs> Stevens bit in. <laughs> Jump uh, be, on the peace train. Woohoo! Be, well, well, of course, that, that, that touches the heart of us in Christchurch, of course. He, he, he funded a train. Do you remember back in the... Uh, a children's train back in the um, earthquake? Did he really? Yeah, he came here and did a concert at Hagley Park. I went yeah. to it. It was, yeah. it was great, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Benjamin Krem, he would say, to build a climate of hope, a message of hope for the world. So, the Maitreya story, John. Yes. What's in it for me? What's in it for you? What would John say? Okay, what's in it for me is it's helping keep me sane. It's giving me a picture that I can understand. It's painting for me a process 
that I can understand. So my mental health is better now than it would have been had I not discovered Benjamin Krem, Maitreya, and the Ageless Wisdom teachings. Yes, I, I do you, agree with that. I think it's um, we do need to um, see the, the next step forward, and, and uh, I think that's what attracts us to this work. It's, it offers um, hope in our lives, hope and hope for the world, which mm. we passionately care about. Mm. If I hadn't discovered the Maitreya story back in 88, What 89, would your anxiety level I'd be spend? down one of those rabbit holes. Mm. I would be deeply down there with the fur and everything. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be so close to rabbits, you'd be calling me bunny. <laughs> Have a carrot, mate. <laughs> All right, John, what angle are you taking today? What's in it for me? How does it affect me? Who's going to help me? That's what I'm doing. Sounds good. It's my favourite topic. Here's some examples of what's in it for us all. The move of the hierarchy to impress the ideas embodying new truths by the descent of new concepts which will help assist us govern human living. We're talking about the mind belt there, aren't we? Mm. New truths in every department of life, new organisations, movements and groups. This has been obvious for a number of decades. Aid and welfare organisations, climate change activists, new ideas and election systems, more care and welfare available to all members of our society. Policy making to respect the animal kingdom, reforms to protect our greatest resource water. Therefore, our subject today is based on Maitreya's existence becoming more of a reality for the human population as his arrival becomes more open and more obvious to us all. You're with Emergence News and we're looking at the Maitreya story and what's in it for us, what's in it for you. And if you were listening, just before I hand over to Peter, if you were listening to this program perhaps seven, eight years ago, you would be forgiven for thinking our assertions regarding climate change might be alarmist. Ooh, now, Nigel. I reckon even five years ago we would have been... Rubbished. Rubbished. Yeah. But you could, yeah. you could have said that we were exaggerating regarding climate change and lacking evidence. Here's another outstanding statement that I'm going to make. I'm in my middle 60s. I don't think I've ever lived in a normal, natural climate in New Zealand. I think climate change has been building for that long that none of our listeners out there would have lived in the correct climate. I can just see Richard Attenborough's ears pricking up oh, there. Yeah. He can hear you, John. He's yeah. going, yes, mm -hmm. for decades I've been Seriously, pushing I, this Seriously, I think story. it's been in action for probably hundreds of years. Mm. Ever since the Industrial Revolution. Yes. And we've been deforesting the planet for a thousand years. Mm. 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 And ignoring the consequences. Ignoring the consequences. And we still are, yeah. largely. Yeah. And... I would put it to you that today, currently, it is now impossible, almost impossible, to imagine a day going by, a single day going by, where there is not a severe destructive storm or cyclone, eruption, earthquake, flood, fire or weather event taking place somewhere on planet Earth where it's mm -hmm. making the news. Right. Great. And overarching all these issues is the most sensational news story. And after almost 100,000 years, 
the spiritual hierarchy is re-emerging into public view, including a new world teacher for this new age. His name is Maitreya, and we're talking his story today. And if you have been following our progress for the last few years, you will have also noticed that mainstream media continue to ignore this story. And it's not difficult to understand why, guys, is it? Most oligarchs who own the media, they don't want our capitalist winner-takes-all system to disappear. No, they don't. They do not want the status quo change because the status quo supports their endeavours. Hmm. So how does the story of Maitreya, how will it affect us? How does it affect you and I? What's in this new story that relates to me? and therefore you and all of our larger community and global family. And on that note, Peter, you've had your nose this last week in the November issue of Share International. That's right. Yes, I have. And I've looked at this article and summarised it. It's called A World Between Civilizations: The Pain of Change and How We Deal With It. And it's particularly talking about separation, which is one of Maitreya's... um, key subjects, if you like, because mm. he says that it is the crime of all crimes. The separation. greatest evil. Doesn't yep. he? Yeah. And this is actually about this. So in this uh, new book by Jared Utterson, uh, Pioneers of Oneness, he applies the keynotes to the new time to discover what insights a synthesis of science, religion, and the ageless wisdom teachings, and the teachings also of space visitors he brings in. So it reveals about the nature of reality. These excerpts show how today's sharp divisions are almost unbearable and the tensions created may be overcome by facing our own tendency towards separation. In other words, we all have this in us by seeing them as a birth pang of a new sense of oneness that is dawning on humanity. At the junction of history between the two cosmic cycles, we witness the old structures failing while the structures that will allow humanity to manifest the new cosmic keynotes of oneness and synthesis are not yet in place. In times of uncertainty, pandemics of fear, hatred and other viruses are fanned by intolerant and incompetent leaders who create an enemy to take control of the system that is breaking down. The insecurities among people that result are then easily projected on the other whether it be the Jews in the 1930s or the refugees and migrants in our time. Nevertheless, references in the media to structures that no longer work are becoming a regular occurrence Mm. and reinforce the sense of urgency and the promise of a new world. The climate and economic crisis cannot be solved within today's political and economic systems. Not surprising, this sense of anticipation is embodied in the ageless wisdom teachings for the new age, which is equally present in the information coming from space. In his contribution, Crop Circles, Harbingers of World Change, one of the first books about crop circles, archaeologist Michael Green outlines the connection between UFOs and the crop circle phenomena. He makes various references to the work of Blavatsky and Alice Bailey and concludes his chapter by saying that various cosmic powers have been released on humanity 
We've spoken about this before, about the end of the Piscean era, mm. with Ray 6 going out, mm. and the Ray 7 coming in, the Ray of the Aquarian era. It's incredible, Peter, that crop circles have been tied into that. Mm. Um, yeah, I've never seen that connection or no, thought about that connection. No, that's really interesting. Yes, well, um, he's, he's saying that this process, he believes, is the formal beginning of the New Age, yeah, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that the New Age has started in time, but not in practice, mm. because we're still thinking in the Piscean era. Right. We're still thinking, um, you know, like uh, he's saying that it's uh, an inferior level of evolution the Piscean era, because we're now moving into this oneness of the race seven, the new era. Yeah. And this is what he's um, talking about, really. So crop circles are a calling card sort of thing, are they? What? Yeah, they are. From, it's a, a sign, isn't it? That yeah, from God, if you like, you know, or Christ. or The you agents know, of. I mean, yeah. Benjamin Krem says it's the calling card of Maitreya, doesn't he? He's wow. saying that uh, he's there, and that's why the, most of them are in England. Yeah, that's mm. right. Southern mm. England, yeah. Yeah. If we humanity are not where we want to be, or we want our society to be, instead of seeing a scapegoat or saviour of alien or terrestrial origin, we should ask ourselves if we are doing what we can do to change the situation. As Charles Essenstein's very pointedly asks, of course there are many bad actors in our world, remorseless people committing heinous acts. But have they created the system and the mythology of separation, or do they merely take advantage of it? Mm. And this is probably what's happening, isn't it? Absolutely. The extent to which we contribute towards the integrity of the planetary life and its kingdoms, seeing humanity as an integral part of the whole, of this blue gem in the heavens, is the direct proportion of our ability to see and experience oneness inwardly. But how may this oneness be accomplished on a global scale when, according to Benjamin Krem, only about half the population make up the bulk of the incoming Aquarian people, and the Piscean people make up the rest, which are all the governments of the world, all those who like the ways of the past? So it's going to take up to and including mm. one, maybe two, three hundred years for this new phase to be fully embedded so with a new way of thinking. So that's 50-50 Piscean and Aquarian. Mm. Yeah. So no wonder this, no wonder we've got opposing views, yeah. conflict, yeah. chaos. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, it sounds correct. Polarising. It? it does yeah. sound correct, you yeah. know. Yeah, because everybody I find that agrees with me, I find one that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but he's saying that these, you know, people are the ones that got most money in the world, and of course they're the ones that are holding up chains. They want yeah. things. Yeah. They want their privilege. They want everything that's yeah. going forward. So I'm you know, all right, Jack. Keep your hands off my stack. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so musical. Remembering the definition of spirituality given by the Master Joel Cool in Education for the New Age as the endeavour to overcome existing limitations. The activist may overcome her limiting conditions by acknowledging the spiritual source of her impulse to act, while a seeker may do so by recognising the awareness of oneness needed to be acted upon in order to be brought into reality. So, an interesting little bit here from Benjamin Krem. He's saying... Uh, well, it's from the Master, actually. Uh, there are many today in their hearts renounce the iniquities of the present materialism, which pervades the planet. 
They long for justice and peace and march and demonstrate for their fulfilment. And that's what you're seeing all around the world. I was just seeing mm. something in Peru and they've been protesting for three months now, mm. you know, mm. because, because they've got two sections of protesters. One's from the Shining Path and one's um, from the people generally, you know. Yeah. And so they're in conflict at the moment and in conflict with the government. Yeah. Well, the majority of humanity has had a yearning for peace, I would suggest, for a long time. Yeah. I'm talking about the majority, but not necessarily mm. those, as you've just indicated, in government, in business, mm. the oligarchs, those that control yeah. the health and welfare of their people, supposedly. Yeah. So it is. It's a change. It's a time where the civilization, one civilization, one civilization, one door is closing and another door is opening, isn't it? So it's it's yes. makes sense that it's a tough time. And yes, at the right. moment, we've got our fingers jammed in one before we can get into the other mm. one. Well, that's mm. it. I mean, we're actually all involved. None of us can say we're one hundred percent Aquarian thinking, for mm -hmm. example. Mm -hmm. We've still got things from the past. We've yeah. still got conditioning things that we from that era. Mm. You know, everyone's got to look at themselves and think. Am I doing what is the new approach? Am I aiming to bring, include people in my life, you know, include yeah. my thinking, yeah. allow other people to be there, to, to be what they are yeah. and not condemn them for Am it? Am I living the story? Yeah. Uh, and I guess also that whole idea around if we do have these two competing groups, Piscean and Aquarian, I wonder if there's an age line in there somewhere where the Piscean tend to be the older age groups yeah. and the Aquarian tend to be younger because the topic that I'm going to look at today is actually young people and mm. their influence yeah. on the changes. And we're talking the story of Maitreya, one civilization going... It's been really good, thanks, Peter. Mm. And in just a moment, we'll continue Maitreya the story of hope, the Maitreya story, where politics, economics and business must somehow work on our behalf. And it's, quite frankly, John's favourite subject, so he's next. <laughs> Okay, so um, I wanted to have a look at this topic and I started off with a couple of ideas that Nigel gave me and that was, what's in it for me? How does it affect me? Who's going to help me? And the title made me think about what's keeping me sane because I'm involved in aspects of our community where in insanity is the norm. So my working day is, is madness. So how do I keep myself well when all around appears to be chaos and disorder. And there's corruption and pollution of every kind oozing out of the dark places of the world. I guess the thing that's in my golf bag, that's my secret tool, is the respect for the interest in the writings of Benjamin Krem and his interpretations of the ageless wisdom teachings, the Maitreya story, and that package of information that we are talking about here in Emergence News. So the good news is Benjamin Krem tells us the cavalry is on the way. It comes in three forms. Firstly, the masters themselves. Secondly, the high initiates that surround them. And finally, the aspects of humanity that are responding to Maitreya's energy. That last group is led primarily by, by young people. Youth. And that's the division that Peter was talking about, Piscean Aquarian. Right? 
Here's what BC um, Benjamin Cram says about this time, and I've gone to the Share International website, it's one of my best friends, and they have a series of compilations. This compilation is The Young Will Lead the Way. Benjamin Cram starts with, everyone is being affected by the new energy pouring into the world. Those who believed in political, religious, and philosophical systems have become disillusioned because they failed to bring peace prosperity and happiness and I'm going to put in brackets for all you can only solve the problems of the world with a sense of realism that is not clouded by ideology or market forces he goes on to say no one can resist this new energy it is taking nations and individuals by surprise and I would suggest to you that the people that were angry enough to protest in parliament were responding to energies but in a surprised and uncontrolled way. Okay, so what else does Benjamin Cram say? He says these energies are pouring in in great potency on a daily basis. It's transforming human consciousness, particularly the young. And this is causing all of us real daily challenges, physical, emotional and mental, as this energy does its work. So don't feel bad about feeling bad. You are being bathed in cosmic energy. Benjamin Krem goes on to say, and this is where I'm picking up from Peter, the world is divided therefore into two groups. The conservative reactionary groups holding on, fighting a last ditch stand against change, and the newer, younger, progressive groups responding more to the quality and energy of Aquarius. That confrontation can be seen in political, economic, religious and social spheres in every country of the world. Um, Benjamin Krem's also broken these two groups down into loosely defined as the me people and the we people. So self-centered, which is Piscean, Mm. and group-focused, synthesetic-focused, synergy-focused, sorry, which is Peter the Aquarian, right? That's right. Mm. Benjamin Krem goes on to say the young will rebel against the ideologies of the old, whether they are imposed on them by politicians, religious leaders, or intellectuals and their demands will have impact. The surge of young voices has already been heard around the world in Africa and the Middle East. Young people want to see constitutions that are by the people for the people. They are tired of the old nepotisms of family, party and ideology. When Maitreya appears before the world, a new situation will develop. The old certainties will quickly disappear to be replaced by a surge of hope in the new. A sense of life's adventure will enthrall the young, and prepare them for a life of service. He goes on to say it is the young who will inherit this coming time. They have come into incarnation specifically. We come into incarnation and group formation, specifically equipped to deal with the situations. This is what's happening now. The young are equipped mentally and spiritually to deal with the problems which beset us today. Each age brings into incarnation those groups of souls whose energies can find a consonant with the prevailing energies of the age. In this way, we evolve as a group and as a planet and as a life form. Mm. Benjamin Krem tells us a new civilization which we've talked about based on right relationships is the next predestined planned advance for humanity on every level, politically, internationally, socially, scientifically, culturally. From his centre, Maitreya uplifts and holds the world. 
His energies direct with consummate skill, healing the cleavages, destroying the ancient dogmas, and purifying the ways of men. Those who seek to impose their selfish will and hold to the forms of the past will soon relinquish their power. Bereft of support, they will fade into the darkness of yesterday. In their places, a new generation of leaders will arrive, men and women of goodwill, filled with the urge to serve mankind. Into their hands will be given the reign of the reins of power by common consent. Their altruism and wisdom will fit them for the task of reconstruction. And may I suggest we've just had one of those leaders um, in New Zealand who's moved on, mm. Jacinda Ardern. So there are several points that Maitreya and BC are making about this change. Listeners, you are here now, incarnating for this time and these changes. This is your journey, your role, your destiny. Young people are incarnating with the strengths and skills and evolutionary oomph to drive these changes. We're in good hands. And finally, people power, the voice of the people, with the young at the vanguard of that wider group of humanity. Really important what you just said about the young people. They've got the strength, the vision, the oomph. Mm. You look at Greta Thunberg, you know, look at the battering that young girl, that young woman has has sustained yep. over the last four or five years. Yep. Um, the young women in Iran. Yeah. You know, these young people, they've incarnated, as you have just indicated, with the strength and the determination to be able to sustain and look at the, the pressure, which yeah. us and, and our age... outlive the old... And, and look at the effort <laughs> yeah. that's been... T- that's been made to pull them down mm. and discredit them. Mm. Global media discrediting Greta Thunberg. Mm. They should be ashamed of themselves. Mm. I'm done, guys. It's Valentine's Day. I've got a hot date. All this information can be found on the Share International website, www.share-international.org. And also don't forget the podcasts, which are available on the Plains FM website. We welcome your comments, questions and feedback. Please contact us at emergencenews at gmail.com. Emergency News.